Hey everybody, Aaron Zamzo here with the Fire Rescue Fitness Podcast. I got a very special podcast today. Uh, it is going to be hopefully very, very informative and maybe even transform your career. We're going to talk about what does a fit firefighter look like? What does that fit firefighter act like? And then I'm going to challenge you to be that fit firefighter and give you everything you need to be that and do that and um, improve your health and wellness and fitness this year. So stay tuned. So here we are, everybody. It's 2023, and I am super fired up because I've already started this year being um, given the opportunity to speak at FDSOA, FRCE, Science to the Stations, a great health and wellness uh, safety conference already. That was just in the beginning of the year. And what transpired there were just some unbelievable conversations with some of the top researchers, um, uh, you know, that are doing a lot of research in, in health and wellness and cancer for the fire service. A lot of chiefs, a lot of firefighters like myself that, that are really dedicated to trying to help each other be more fit and healthy. And, and so I was presenting on, you know, a peer fitness model. I was presenting a mobility. And, you know, at, at the end, there's a chance for Q&A. And it really sparked up this great conversation to which I've done a lot of research on the last couple of weeks. And the question is this, what does a fit firefighter look like? Um, and I say that in the context of, I think a lot of us automatically think, oh, fit firefighter, you know, like, you know, 5% body fat, you know, fairly ripped. And, and, um, you, and, and that's kind of what, what I started to think about too, I'll be honest. And then as I looked at the research about cancer, I looked at the research about annual medicals, and I looked at uh, all the different you know, carcinogens we're exposed to. And if you take a step back and you look at what is really fit and healthy for the fire service, it's a different picture than what we believe it is. And I'll give you an example. So let's take someone who's at 10 or 12% body fat. They work out fairly uh, regularly. Now, they may not train as functionally as they should for the job, meaning like, you know, they're heavy deadlifts, heavy bench press. They lack a little bit mobility. They lack some cardiovascular function. Um, and they also haven't seen their doctor. They don't do their annual medicals. They maybe go home and have quite a few cocktails. They're not very, um, they don't work on their emotional intelligence. Their relationships are very strained. They're under a lot of stress. Now, is that particular firefighter healthy? Even though they appear to be physically, big picture, I don't know, as compared to someone who is maybe 20 pounds overweight, you know, they, they maybe don't eat as healthy as they should at times, but they do their annual medical, they see their doctor regularly, they do their cancer screens, they wear their PPE all the time, they clean their SCBA, they have good working relationships, they work on emotional intelligence and, and connecting with people. Now, to me, that person sounds a lot more healthy than the one that we would all perceive as being more healthy just because of appearance. And it's kind of become this, uh, this pursuit for me to get everyone to understand what healthy really is. And I really started to look into it because I, I started to evaluate myself. I'm almost 50. I'm like, shoot, am I really healthy? What, what do I need to do to be a little bit better? And, um, and I started to look at, okay, annual medicals. It, it, you know, NFPA 1582 has, has some great parameters to it, but then 
you know, Firefighter Cancer Support Network and FRCE and some of these other organizations are, are saying, hey, we need to do even more than that. Let's look more at the cancer side of things, uh, which I personally haven't been doing a very good job of. Um, you know, annual medicals, cancer screens. Do I wear my PPE uh, on all calls? Do I take time? Do I focus on sleep? Am I limiting my, uh, you know, my, my toxins in my diet? Am I doing some, you know, stupid stuff with having maybe too many power drinks? Uh, you know, and that started to, to bring me into this research and where, you know, what does really, uh, again, what does a really healthy and fit firefighter look like? And I believe that it's a combination of both of those two examples. It's somebody who, you know, leads and has great healthy examples and then, you know, brings that forward in the fire service, like wearing their PPE and, and bringing that to, uh, you know, their crew's attention, cleaning their gear and then, and also, you know, managing their weight as best they can staying consistent with fitness. So I started to look at, okay, if I'm going to present on this and if I want you guys to, uh, as a fire service that hopefully I'm talking to, to buy into this, let's, let's come up with a list. So I, I really started to research this and thought, okay, what do I personally feel like I need to do to be healthy, to be that, that fit member of the fire service. So I came up with a top 10 list and, um, this has really sparred some great conversations. And, and what it talks about is not only healthy on the outside, but healthy on the inside. What does that look like? What are the steps that we as a fire service, we as individuals need to take to be healthy inside and out, to, to understand and utilize the data that we found at cancer? We're more likely to get cancer. We're more likely to have PTSD. We're more likely to have heart disease. So what do we need to do to take steps now to prevent that in our future careers. And uh, this, this 10 list is, it's still developing. And this podcast, I really didn't want to dig into it too much. I wanted to touch on it. I wanted to ask you the question because I want your response. Well, there's Siri, I guess. Siri doesn't want to talk to me anymore. But anyways, as I get excited here, I want your response. What am I missing on this list? What else should go on it? I've asked this to my private coaching group group, and I've gotten some great feedback. I've even made some changes, but by the end of the next couple of months, I really want to have a great list and I want you to buy into this list and I'm going to give you uh, a challenge to buy into this list here in a couple of minutes. So stay tuned to, to that, but listen and hear me out. My top 10 list, top 10 things fit firefighters do. All of a sudden I feel like David Letterman here. Um, so let's go through this. My number one thing is that I think uh, firefighters need to train functionally at least three to four times per week consistently. And when I say functionally, I mean your fitness program needs to do these three things. Number one, they, it needs to improve performance, reduce injuries, and prolong your career. So whatever you're doing in your workouts needs to confirm and support that mission, that that goal. Now that could be, Hey, to prolong my career, I need to lose 10 pounds because it's hard on my joints or, you know, my cholesterol levels up, um, to improve performance. I need to get more mobile. I need to get more functionally strong, but those three things should drive your workouts. Okay. And to do that, we need to work out functionally at least three times per week consistently. 
you know, if you break that down, you know, 52 weeks a year, at least 150 workouts, functional workouts that help you improve performance, reduce injuries, and prolong career. Number two, you got to hydrate with water. And part of this is to watch your alcohol intake and uh, energy drink intake. I believe that there are way too many energy drinks consumed in the fire service. And if you really want to get scared, read about energy drinks linked to sudden car cardiac arrest and other uh, issues like stroke, which by the way, mm -hmm, are some of the top reasons why we die in the line of duty. As far as water and hydration, the reason why it's so important with us is that hydration helps to lubricate joints. It helps to um, relieve stress on uh, the cardiovascular system. It, it, it helps with digestion. It actually can help with stress management. And uh, we as first responders, because we wear the heavy gear, we're put in superheated gas environments. We need to really focus on hydration. You should aim for half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. Per, I'm about 175 pounds. I try to get about 100 ounces a day. All right. So we train functionally. We hydrate. Get your annual medical and cancer screens. It should be every single year. It doesn't matter what age. And departments, if you're listening to this, you're your chief, chief officer, you need to invest in this. If you can catch cancer early, it could save you as a department or us as a department, $85,000 to $100 with lost time wages, medical costs. Same thing with cardiac arrest. We've had, um, you know, I've had a lot of people talk to me about, you know, having ablations because their hearts are being stressed and uh, going into atrial uh, flutter and fibrillation. A lot of that is result of, of a plethora of things. But if we start to get on track with our annual medicals, we can start to notice trends, especially if we're going in the wrong direction on PSAs and other blood work. And uh, Chief Goldfeder will, will confirm this, that the fact that he had been doing his annual medicals, they saw something that they didn't like, they were able to dig into it. And if you get those numbers and those annually, you can track those trends. It is imperative that we as a fire service reach out to uh, our, our local doctors or those doctors that are doing our medicals and they understand NFPA 1582 and the cancer concerns. You get your annual medical. Fourth thing, eat according to your goals. If you want to be sluggish, chubby, eat sugar, eat fat, eat bad foods. If you want to be more lean, you perform better, you eat good carbohydrates, good protein, lean protein sources. Eat real foods, lots of fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables can help with antioxidants and help with inflammation. And, and honestly, like I believe in the fire service, the biggest thing that we are facing and fighting is inflammation because all the carcinogens we're exposed to cause inflammation, bad nutrition, inflammation. Energy drinks, inflammation, stress of the job, inflammation, and all those can then rear its ugly head as uh, all these different health issues. And I know I'm really ecstatic with my hands today. It's about almost midnight, so I couldn't sleep, had to get this out because I really believe um, that what we're going to talk about and how I'm going to challenge you, this is going to and could change your culture and that of the fire service. If we start to focus more on eating fruits and vegetables, getting our annual medicals, hydrating with water, training functionally. Focusing on sleep. Now, I know right away there's a lot of eye rolls because I was at these conferences lately and I did the same thing. I rolled my eyes. I said, hey, we're not getting rid of shift work, but there are things that we can do 
as firefighters to work on our sleep hygiene. And that's something me personally, I'm not doing tonight because I'm giving this podcast, but, um, you know, everything from tuning, tuning out, getting your phone away, screen time down and, and coming up with more consistent ways to, to catch up and maintain good sleep. There'll be more focus on that. I am personally doing a lot of research because that's where I'm failing. And um, I am going and striving to be better in that. Managing weight and body uh, fat percentage. I believe, honestly, the latter is more important. A lot of us in the fire service, I hear this all the time, BMI is a bunch of crap because I have muscle weighs more than fat. Does it? (laughs) I say that because in a lot of these cases, you're right, but you've gained 30 pounds since your football playing days or your athlete days. So, um, I think it's very imperative that every single year we manage and, and, and check what our weight is. I like body composition because body comp does not lie. It's a percent of muscle percent of fat. And, uh, there are some great ways to, to make sure that you can accurately measure it in body is one way we have one in our department, or I have one that I let people use. I use it uh, every couple of months to make sure that my training is on track. It's fairly accurate. You could go to, um, DEXA, you can get a DEXA scan once a year. Hopefully, as you start to work this relationship to get your annual medicals, they can do the body composition right in the annual medical so you could see that. And and what do you do with that information? That's another podcast. But let's say for me, as an example, if I like to be around 14%, if not lower, if all of a sudden I'm at 16%, I know I need to make some changes with my nutrition and my fitness because at my age, 16 can turn into 20 very quickly. If you're young, 16 turns into 14, and I hate you. But uh, I'm just kidding. But for for those that are my age, they just nodded. They went, yeah. Before you know it, you're 10 to 15 pounds overweight. It's harder on your joints. You all of a sudden start to get low T. You become a jerk. I mean, it's a whole plethora of health issues that happen with that. But manage that weight and understand, you know, your trend. Where are you? Where do you need to be? We'll talk about that. I talked about cleaning gear two times per year. That, I think, is the NFPA regulation. And then after incidents, including your helmet, liner, and hood, um, it may not smell. You're like, ah, eh, my helmet doesn't smell so bad or my my you know hood doesn't smell so bad. Throw it in the wash. Departments should be getting and issuing people at least two hoods. It's imperative to keep that, that gear more clean. Decon SOGs are out there. You could go to FRCE, First Responder Center for Excellence.org. The Firefighter Cancer Support Network also has regulations and SOG guidelines for decon and cleaning of gear. There's going to be a lot of talk about PPE this next year or so because of the cancer initiative, but you personally need to make sure that you do what you can to keep your gear clean after incidents and after fires. Number eight, work on emotional resilience. And this is a wide topic that has got uh, a lot of uh, focus placed on it. I don't know if we've actually come up with some really good solutions. I know that there are some great presenters out there that talk about it. Uh, A couple of things that I like to do personally, uh, I like to just take a little alone time. I've been working on meditation. I'm horrible at it, but even like three minutes, I've been trying. Deep breathing. Um, some people even like cold therapy for, for building emotional resilience. It helps with physical resilience also and recovery. 
part of this too, and I put on there is that we really need to connect with people. And I think that is a very important thing. Now I'm not saying a lot of people, but reaching out, talking to people and really getting back into listening and focusing on good communication can go a long way with emotional intelligence. And I will be talking about that also, because that's another area where I'm trying to work. Number nine, wear SCBA during all fires, including overhaul and dumpster fires. This is a tough one, folks. I live in Wisconsin and it is cold. Your mask freezes up, fogs over. So if anybody has solutions for that, I'm wide open. But we need to get on each other, put the pressure on each other, take people out of, you know, fires, even if the fire's out, that stuff is still off-gassing. And if there really isn't a fire in there, you should be on your SCBA. Even if there's really no harm from the fire, there's still harm from the fumes. And we have to get into that mindset. Wherever we can wear our SCBAs, we need to. And if you're an SCBA representative out here, I'll tell you my biggest challenge is the damn thing fogs over. So if you have solutions, reach out. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, make sure that the rest of the fire service knows about it. But, but that's the biggest issue we have is our members can't see. And, um, you know, I've tried some of those anti-fog things and they just don't seem to work. So I, I need some help with that. Uh, and I'm focusing on that personally. And number 10. Get better every shift. And this is one that's going to, I'm going to talk a little bit more about. I'm going to challenge you to be better every shift. Practice an attitude of gratitude. I, and what I say by that is, is try to make yourself and those around you to be more positive, to be inspired, to improve their health, their fitness, your knowledge, your impact. And, and I've talked to a lot of people that, um, you know, they point the finger at leadership. Ah, oh, there's not enough leadership. Our leaders don't do this. Our leaders don't do that. And I understand that. I see it in some cases. But I also understand we all have to take a personal responsibility. So if a chief is sitting at their desk and I'm on shift at a firehouse, I could still go work out. I could still try to motivate my crew. I could still say, hey, 4 o'clock, we're just going to do a quick little mobile mobility uh, training with some some functional movements you know, so push and pull and dragging, and we're going to work on our own health and, and wellness. Challenge your crew. Do a little bet with your crew. Take 10 minutes. And this is something that Frank Lieb taught us uh, in, from his Better Every Shift podcast. He said, take 10 minutes every single day. Read something about fire. Read something about your job. Read something about connecting with people. Focus on trying to be better every single day. Now, that's really hard to do, but it is possible. And I'm going to challenge you for that. So right now, what happened in Florida was I, I I started to talk to these fire service leaders and they were kind of, you know, getting on each other about their own health. And and all of a sudden they started challenging each other. Hey, why don't you, I'll, I'll bet you that I could get in better shape than you. And I, I'll, I could control my cholesterol levels. And, and of course me, I, I kind of dove in there and I said, well, hey, why don't you guys challenge each other? Throw some money, do some bets. What we'll do is we're going to run another challenge alongside of you where we're going to, like you, challenge each other to be better. So I created what's called the Better Every Shift Challenge, sponsored by FRF. When you join this challenge, it's going on right now, February 1st 
all the way through to May 15th. We're going to run two rounds. Here's what happens. You join. You get a coin. You get entry into the event. You get three workouts. You get FRF 40-Day Resiliency Challenge, which is great for Chiefs, those who are just beginning their fitness journey or need to get back at it. You also get the Hero X program, which is a metabolic workout that will really, really help you functionally improve on the fire ground because it really focuses on mobility and metabolic conditioning. And then you have access to the Ultimate Fire Athlete, which is our greatest program from the standpoint of preparing for the CPAP and improving overall strength. You get access to all those programs, coaching from me, access to our private group. I also included in a lot of different resources on mindfulness, nutrition, uh, sample meal plans. I'm reaching out to some of my other fire service leaders to include some resources on, on leadership. We'll be throwing a lot of those in there. You also get access to, um, to, to uh, motivational resources. So your entry gets you a workout. It gets you coaching. It gets you, uh, you know, entered into a, a prize raffle where all you have to do is send in what you did over the course of this challenge, how you improved based off that 10, that top 10 list. So let's say, Hey, you finally got your annual medical and you found out you had some, some type of uh, issue that you got taken care of. That is a great story. And what we'll do is we'll take all these different entries. We'll, we'll grade them. Or we'll, we'll rate them on the top, top five. We'll, we'll vote. But anybody who enters sends me their story will be entered into uh, a, a raffle where you can win swag. You can win TRX. You can win cash prizes. Uh, we are having some other sponsors um, uh, enter and, and, and send us some things. So, uh, and if you are somebody who has a fire-related business or a business that wants to contribute a prize, please reach out to me. We're going to have two rounds, and the proceeds from these entries will benefit First Responder Center for Excellence, Firefighter Cancer Support Network, Science Alliance. Now, the percentages are up to those leaders, and I'll let them talk a little bit more about that. Hopefully, you'll see that in another podcast. Uh, but but right now, those organizations and those leaders of those organizations are pushing to be better. They're challenging you. They're challenging each other. And I am challenging myself, along with you, to be better this year, be more fit, be more healthy, be more resilient. Make and create your top 10. And let's improve this culture, everybody. We can do this. So enter the challenge. You can go to firerescuefitness.com. There'll be this video, uh, this podcast will be somewhere on there. There's also a couple of videos that showcase it. Again, it's a $40 entry. You get access to three workouts. You get access to coaching. You get access to all the different resources and the app. Now, if you're following an FRF program, check your emails because I'm sending you a certain code for um, my gratitude for you to, you to, uh, to, to enter. You get a little discount because you're already following an FRF program. And uh, I really, I'm, I'm super excited as you can tell about this. So please go to firerescuefitness.com, reach out to me with any questions. I look forward to hearing about your journey. I'm going to be podcasting and, and posting and writing a lot about this top 10. Let me know if there's anything that you would add to it. And uh, let me know what you think about this whole challenge. And if you really want to get your crew involved, we can create codes and we can create some special uh, incentives just for your crew.
So reach out to me. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Let's, let's make this a better year. Let's make this a better fire service. Let's help uh, improve each other, lift each other up, and uh, be more fit and healthy for duty.